let's uh, turn to Psalm 22. It's in our reading today. Uh, and um, by the way, the whole reading readings for the month of May are found <laughs> on Revival Times Extra. And uh, to find that, it's, it's really very simple. You either go to, we'll go, go to the menu, uh, resources, and then from resources, you find Revival Times, press on Revival Times, and then you will find Revival Times Extra. At the moment, April is still up there. May is coming. May is coming. I have it on very good authority that there will be more to May by the end of this day. Okay. But uh, the Bible reading program is there in, in Revival Times Extra. Now, many of you who know the Word of God will know immediately what Psalm 22 is all about. It's one of the most precious psalms in the entire Old Testament. And it is a messianic psalm inasmuch as language here spoken by David, who's the traditional um, author of the psalm, or at least the person who, to whom it is dedicated, uh, and and it's it's the sentiments of David. It is it is David feeling the anguish of life. We might might say life on the run. If it's from that particular period of time when David was on the run from Saul for many years, or when he was king and needed help, deliverance from enemies, he was always at war or whether it was the intrigues that were happening in his own family, whichever stage of history you like to look at in the life of David, you can see that at certain times David felt like this. Yes. And you sometimes feel like this. We all go through times when we feel that we have been forsaken, and emotionally, we cry out to God, why have you forgotten me? Now, we know that God doesn't forget. But in the honesty of our emotions, sometimes it feels like that. And that's why I love the Psalms. The Psalms give verbal, vocal expression to all our human emotions. The full range of human emotions is expressed in the Psalms. And so Psalm 22 starts, my God my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me from the words of my groaning? Oh, my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer by night. But I find no rest. Have you been there? Are you there now? Maybe last night you woke up. 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. And after that, you couldn't sleep. Maybe you were woken up in the middle of the night because there is something troubling you. And it seems to be outside of your control. Maybe it is your finances. Maybe it's relationships within the family. Maybe it's to do with your work or your health. Maybe it's to do with confusion and misrepresentation or misunderstanding and and you've tried to sort it out 
and you, you just can't seem to get a handle on it. So you cry out to God and, and it just seems as if your prayers are going nowhere. The time like that, you need to read on in the psalm. Verse three, it says, yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. In you, our fathers trusted, they trusted and you delivered them. To you, they cried and were rescued. In you, they trusted and were not put to shame. So David is encouraging himself by looking at history and you can do that. You can look back in your life. If you have a family who were in Christ before you, your mom, your dad, your granddad, your grandma, they proved God and they demonstrated God was real. And you're saying, I know God is real. I've got a family history. I've got a family story to tell. But, but yet for me, it doesn't feel like that. And so here he is back down again. Verse six, but I am a worm and not a man, scorned by mankind and despised by the people. All who see, see me mock me. They make mouths at me and wag their heads. He trusts in the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him for he delights in him. And it goes on. Verse 14. Read the whole psalm, but verse 14, I am poured out like water, but all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It's, it is melted within my breast. My strength is like a potsherd, and my, my strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to my jaws. You lay me in the dust of death, for dogs encompass me. A company of evildoers encircles me. They've pierced my hands. And my feet, I can count all my bones. They stare and gloat over me. They divide my garments among them. And for my clothing, they cast lots. Extraordinary. Now we know we're no longer talking about David. I don't even know that ever such circumstances literally fitted David's life metaphorically here and there but but now in David's sufferings we recall that he is a picture of a greater one to come yeah he is the prototype messianic kim king he is the kind of picture of the messiah the davidic kingdom became idealized in later history of israel and they used to long for the days of David to come back, just like the good old days. Want them to come back. And then prophetically, that sense of, of nostalgia, that sense of the great days of the past was prophetically taken and put into the future. And the prophet said, you know what? Those days are coming back and more beside. And then we have the prophecies of Messiah, the Great David's greatest, greater son and greater son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the one whom David calls Lord. And so here we have this prophetic presentation. And, and, and so when we go back to the life of David, we have in stories like this and Psalms, which seem quite innocent, innocuous. God, I'm struggling. My enemies are against me. 
And I know you are faithful to us and you are faithful to our nation, but, but it's so difficult with me. And then David describes his emotions, his difficulties, and suddenly you find yourself at the foot of the cross. You find the foreigners, which would be the Romans, not just the Jews, the Romans and around shouting, taunting. He trusted in God. Let, let God deliver him. And we find them casting lots for his clothes. You find yourself at the foot of the cross and you hear Jesus. Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And Jesus fulfills this messianic psalm of anguish, prophetic psalm pointing to suffering Messiah, who first had to suffer, be betrayed, handed over to the chief priests and Pharisees, be tried and crucified on the third day, being raised again from the dead. And here is Jesus, not simply reciting a scripture to make a theological point, but being the living embodiment, the fulfillment of this messianic and dozens of other messianic prophecies, demonstrating that the Bible is the word of God. No man could have contrived this. This is the fulfillment of prophecy. And this is a declaration for our Jewish brothers and sisters and indeed our Muslim friends who believe in Jesus' messiahship, the Muslims do, but don't recognize that he is the savior of the world and the suffering son of man who died on the cross for the redemption of the sins of the world, for redemption of humanity. So we have this glorious picture this morning. Who would have thought as we stumbled into our daily Bible reading that we would be here in this glorious place of blessing and joy and every good thing that comes to us today comes to us through the cross and all the sufferings that we go through and the confusions and the doubts are nothing by comparison to what Jesus went through. And, 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 and this is the thing for me that, that, if David's sufferings, in which he poetically, under the inspiration of the Spirit, describes himself, describes in terms which are purely messianic, projecting into the future for the Savior to come. Isn't that a wonderful way of how God can redeem your sufferings and my sufferings? God is faithful. He is the God of our past, the God of the nation of Israel, the God of the people of God throughout all generations. And he is faithful in every generation. And he is faithful in this generation. Right this very morning as we got up around everywhere, we could see new are his mercies, fresh yes. grace, fresh mercies for today, strength for today, fresh manner for today. Well, thank God that we have a living God. And I want to tell you, and I speak to myself, speak over Amanda's life as well. Whatever you're going through today, look to the cross because deliverance is coming. Amen. And you are going to be victorious. You're going to go through this. God is going to help you. Whatever needs to be done shall be done. Whatever needs to be corrected shall be corrected. It, whether it's in circumstances or what have you, God is going to see you through 100%. Here we have it. 
on the authority of the word of God as expounded this morning from Psalm 22. And there's much, much more. But yes. there we are. Wonderful. Praise God. Yes. Hallelujah.